Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, two unexpected yet familiar faces will make an appearance in Spider-Man Far From Home. A director has been found for the Black Widow movie upcoming, and Daredevil Season 3 has been confirmed to be released in 2018. Ooh-wee, all that right after this. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And I'm Jeff Randall. Oh, Jeff Randall, time to talk about some news, right? Yeah, it's been a while since we've actually done, like, a real news episode. Yeah. News well, and feedback. You know, we've been kind of letting that slide in lieu of doing content episodes, because that's really where our heart lies. And uh, But, you know, we're trying to do, we've got we got so much general feedback this time, I was like, we, we should just do a news and feedback episode. Uh, we did one last week, too, so. It's actually I not, like to think not been that I like long. to think that it's just that you don't want to be spoiled anymore. <laughs> yeah, so you're just like stop talking about new stuff. Yeah, that's, please. that's not a, that's not a bad interpretation. <laughs> um, it's not incorrect. <laughs> I just say it's bullshit. That's all. I have been spoiled many times on the cast where you've read something. And I've been like, well, I'm gonna cut that out. Yeah. <laughs> so no one else got spoiled but me. I guess so it's not so bad. Yeah, you take the hit. Yeah, take the hit for all of you. You dive on the grenade for everyone that real, we love. Real Christ figure. <laughs> um. So, <laughs> speaking of other amazing people, and sp- it's been... <laughs> sorry, I can't even... I can't transition. <laughs> you can't transition away from that. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I was about to compare Samuel L. Jackson to Jesus. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well... So. I'm excited about this. In yeah, Spider-Man Far From Home, it's been announced that Samuel Jackson and Colby Smulders will be in there as their characters, uh, which yeah. is kind of a spoiler, because we know they get come back from uh, wherever Dustin. they are right now. <laughs> as the, uh, we, we already know Spider-Man will, but we've, there's been much discussion about, like, trading lives for other lives and will they bring just certain people back or will they bring everyone back it sounds like that's at least three people they've got to bring back spider-man far from home is entirely just going to be in the soul gem like it's all going to be (laughs) afterlife peter parker and uh and nick fury and maria hill that's all that is well and, and and with the other thing that was spoiled this week of tom holland's costume being back to the red and blue regular Spider-Man costume and not the Iron Spider costume uh, yeah. in Far From Home. Uh, that that was also spoiled this week. And what if... Damn it, Tom Holland. What if the whole thing is just uh, before Infinity War? What if Spider-Man really is just gone? Oh, man. And it's all no, just, no, it's they, all just it's other been, things. It's been said before that the second Spider-Man movie, this one, Far From Home, is going to take place like seconds after Avengers 4 ends. Yeah, I know. I know. Like it's going to pick up right after it. I'm just trying to upset people with speculation about dead Spider-Man. You almost upset me. <laughs> you were like, that makes sense. Oh, no, wait. I know better. <laughs> <laughs> I have heard news. I'm the news guy. <laughs> I know better than to listen to this jack knocker so they found a director for black widow i hear is that correct yeah man australian director kate shortland is going to be directing black widow uh do we know anything that she's directed other than that uh she's best known for uh, directing berlin syndrome and lore hmm lore sounds familiar and may just be thinking of the star trek character but yeah, other than those uh, in the report, like I, I don't know anything that she's directed. 
Okay. Like I went and I went and looked and I was like, oh yeah, okay, she's done. She's done some stuff. Yeah, cool. Uh, I should watch some of these. Yeah, I would assume they she would have done some stuff if she got the Black Widow movie. Though, so, yeah. so let's let's talk about this. Black Widow is is getting a movie. We've known that for a little while now, but it's like when you start seeing people hired on to it is when it kind of becomes real. Yeah, when names start getting attached to it, it's like, oh, crap, this is actually happening. Yeah. Holy crap. And okay. it starts putting it on a timetable, too. It's like, yeah. a director is named, that means you're two or three years away from the film being released. Yeah. Um, which is pretty cool. I, you know, that's something we I haven't really like talked Steve about. Steve Carell. Just like, it's happening! <laughs> oh, my God! <laughs> For years, we've been talking about who would die in Infinity War, and we've speculated about all the Avengers, but one that we really haven't talked a lot about is Black Widow. Um, nobody really thought she would die. Um, we, we, I think we talked about it once, and our, and our supposition was I could see Scarlett Johansson being like, well, I'm not getting my own movie, so I might just go. <laughs> I might just go now. <laughs> she, she doesn't die. She just disappears. Yeah. It's exciting that she's getting her own movie, and it's exciting uh, that she, Black Widow's sticking around, apparently. Um, I feel like everything that they meant talk about past Avengers 4 is a spoiler. <laughs> like, everything. <laughs> yeah. And we know yeah. we know they're going to have to do something to bring a lot of these people back because we know that like Black Panther's not gone for good, Spider Man's not gone for good, but still, it just feels like a spoiler. Yeah, it kind of lessens the uh, the weight, the the gravity of um, the events that happened. Like as gripping as they were, it's still just kind of like the blows don't land quite as hard. Yeah, for sure. They still do like, it to the characters, and it still was some beautiful moments. But uh, you know, it could, they, it could it could be. I feel like it could have been a little more secretive about what's happening after. Like if they could be as secretive about the things that are happening after as they are about the name of Avengers Four, right? Then we'd be fine. We still don't have a name. We still don't have a name for I it. I thought we'd have it by the time the DVD came out, but now the DVD is out, right? Uh, it's on digital right now. It came out on digital last week. Uh, it will come out on physical next Tuesday, the 14th. Okay. Cool. And we'll have our own special cast on the 14th. That's right. We got a cast coming on the 14th. We might. Uh, we should definitely do some DVD special features talk. Uh, I, I feel like that would be great. I can try to make that happen. Yeah, it'd be neat. I think we, I think we could, as the cast makes it happen. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, any other news? I mean, there was that one thing. What's that one thing? Where Daredevil Season 3 has been confirmed to come out in 2018. That's awesome. It's so crazy. Yeah. Um, we have a piece of feedback. Um, uh, I think from, from Nathaniel Muzzy, and it's actually the first piece of feedback, and it relates to that kind of. Uh, the fact that they're doing, they're doing three Netflix series this year. And, you know, like, there's 356 no, days a year. Not f- well, no, it's, uh, it's four. They're doing four, because we, we had year? Jessica Jones. Yeah, we had Jessica Jones at the beginning of the year, and then we just got oh Luke my Cage, gosh. and we're coming up uh, in, mm, let's see, one, two, three, four weeks, we're getting Iron Fist, and then Daredevil Season 3 is coming out this year as well. Wow. We're getting all four Defenders I series. did not know that. I didn't, yeah. I, for, I guess I forgot that Jessica Jones was this year. Yep. Wow. That's insane. All four in a year. Woo! And then uh, did P- Punisher was when? 
Punisher was in November, but I think they finished principal photography on that, and it should be coming at the beginning of next year. Okay. Golly, this is insane. Uh, it's such an insane <laughs> amount of content, and it's so much that I love. Uh, but yeah, uh, man. And uh, another piece of news, um, we I, they just tweeted uh, a few minutes ago as we were recording this that um, Cloak and Dagger has been renewed for a season two. Yeah! And I love Cloak and Dagger. I think it's one of Marvel's best shows. Um, Can confirm, especially it's it, it's not about a hero. It's not about heroes yet. Yet, it's very much it's them, about kids. It's about kids, and they're becoming who they are, um, and they're kind of becoming. They're learning about their powers, learning about who they are as people, and whether they want to be heroes or not. And like it, uh, I don't know. I, I've really enjoyed that a lot. Yeah, yeah, and just, oh, oh, and it's says spring 2019. Ooh, sir, they got to get stepping right now. That's right. Oh, shit, get on it. <laughs> that's that's one of the benefits of doing 10 episodes, though, is you're not as time-strapped. Um, yeah. A little, more, a little more nimble. Yeah, but then right around that time, we should be getting also, like, Punisher Season 2 and uh agents of shield season six yeah probably another i don't know if we'd we'd get another defender series at that point but that's also uh i think that's around the time they were hoping to have um the new warriors come out but it hasn't found a home yet so yeah i don't even don't even know about the new warriors i haven't even even, like looked into the new warriors yet normally like once things are announced i start kind of like doing a little research on who they are i don't even know anything about the new warriors yet it's gonna be (laughs) it's because they haven't found a home yet yeah um okay Uh, i have some news that is non-mcu related okay i thought i thought i'd get more shock out of you (gasps) oh thank you is that good thank you for the gasp all right, yeah. Um, <laughs> fix it. Fix it in post. Totally. I'll totally edit that. Yeah. Um, so, two things have been announced that I am super excited about. And some of it's hearsay and rumor, but I am super excited about it. Um, okay. I've said many times in this show, one of the major reasons I love the MCU is because I grew up on Star Trek. And Star Trek yeah. is a... is what is it, it introduced me to the idea of a continuity and having a universe that can span television and movies and books and having like a continuity that runs through them and how deep and rich that can be. Um, and that's what Marvel's done. And it kind of picked up the torch to me from where uh, star Trek kind of left off when I was a kid and what, what I loved about it. Um, they had just announced this week that um, Patrick Stewart is reprising his role as captain Picard to create a uh, another uh, like a sequel series or something about the next chapter of Captain Picard's life. That's awesome. Isn't that awesome? <laughs> that is amazing. Um so it ties in in that way that it's similar to the MCU in that way and that's like it's very much I've talked about it so much on the show how excited I am Star Trek um or how how much I grew up on that and that's one of the things that makes me love MCU and now they're they're doing it again and the idea that they're doing like a next generation series 
like an, an like a continuation. For one thing, since uh, and I'm not going to get too deep into this because I'll save it for uh, another podcast. But um, since uh, like 2003, no, 2002, something like that, we have not gone forward in the timeline. They keep jumping backwards in 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 Star Trek timeline, and I am mm-hmm. so excited to see what they do. Actually, like moving forward and like new technology, new uh, intergalactic politic things happening i just i am so floored uh, probably politic things yeah i like it i love that's one of the things i watch star trek for is like i love to see how races and like alien species kind of like interact and they'll fight for a while and then they sort of like make peace and then eventually become allies like that's happened over the course of the hundreds of years that have spanned the show and uh it, it remind it, a lot of times they base that stuff on actual countries and how they have interacted, and um, I just I'm very excited to see where they go, uh, like what goes from here. Because when you jump backwards, you're just retelling some of the same stories you already know, and I it, you know it's the it's the classic prequel problem. They've done three prequels now, and I'm just ready for them to move forward. And like Star Trek has always been about the future, and I'm super excited. The other thing that is very related to both of these things, both of these ideas, the MCU and Star Trek. They've announced a Buffy series, <laughs> a new Buffy the Vampire Slayer series, which is one of my favorite shows, and it is, I haven't seen confirmation of this officially. Uh, at first, everyone was calling it a reboot, but Joss Whedon is involved. Uh, it's going to be apparently a different Slayer, so I think what they're doing is they're basically creating the Vampire Slayer the next generation. And I was thinking about that and how cool that is. And the original series of Star Trek was about 18 years removed from the next generation. Yeah. And this Buffy series will be about the same time. And it just makes me think like, maybe we're seeing like, there's so many Buffy fans that love the series, but it was already over by the time they all loved it. (laughs) And I'm just really excited to see more like deep continuity in all these shows. Um, just super excited. I don't know. They may, they may still call it a reboot and I'd be, I'd be very upset if they just reboot it. I really want them to continue it and I'm super excited that they might. Um, but anyway, the reason I bring both those things up is I really want to start podcasts about them. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I'll have time, uh, but if there's any huge Star Trek fans out there that might want to start a Star Trek podcast, they're now going to have two series and I really am excited about the Patrick Stewart Picard one and Discovery has been good, and I just I've been wanting to start a Star Trek podcast for a while, but Dave won't do it with me. Uh, Dave Robertson of the DC On Screen podcast, <laughs> um, both huge Star Trek fans. So. I love that you just like straight up called him out. Oh yeah, like well he's this just guy. His address is no he's he's just too busy. He just keeps saying, "Man, I'm so focused on trying to make DC On Screen good, and it and it takes so much of my time that it's just really hard to commit to another one." And I get it, totally get it. But I just think it'd be really fun. Um, and then we wouldn't have to put... Like, I just want to do content episodes, kind of like we do here, mostly. Um, just stick to content. Don't have to do a lot of prep. Just sit down and talk about the episodes that we're going to watch anyway, you know? <laughs> um, anyway, so that's my that's my non-MCU news, that I'm just, like, more excited about other content than I've been in a while. Like, MCU's been my sort of source for that kind of uh, well-composed universes, yeah. Lately, and I'm really excited that it looks like two of my favorite universes are coming back and moving into the future, and like 
I just having a new chapter. I'm just super excited. So, um, hope everybody else uh, wasn't too bored by that. Sorry, Jess. <laughs> well, it's okay, man. Um, it just it makes me think. Like you say, you know, the MCU has been kind of your thing for a little while now. And uh, think about this: we started this podcast four years ago, almost to the day. Wow, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, and that uh, that kind of ties into our first bit of feedback from Nathaniel Muzzy that yeah. you had mentioned earlier. He says, hey guys, just wanted to check in and say I feel your pain when it comes to being time crunched. Uh, despite best intentions, I haven't caught an episode of Cloak and Dagger yet, but I'm looking forward to binging it. I really appreciate you guys' efforts uh, keeping the podcast going. It's easy for people to forget that when you started the show, Guardians had just come out, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was in late season one or gearing up for season two, I think, and Marvel was putting out about one and a half movies a year. No Netflix, no Hulu, no Freeform. The MCU has undergone massive shifts since the cast started. For example, the movie and TV division split. Hashtag it was all connected. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're easily getting four times the content per year than we were when you all signed yourselves up for this. Anyway, I guess what I'm saying is it's time for you guys to fight for our entertainment. Steampunk cringe lord versus local band wannabe. Civil War! Bleed for us! (laughs) Okay, have fun. Keep up the great work. Uh, steampunk, steampunk cringe lord, and local band wannabe. Thank yep. you, thank you, Nathaniel, for bringing up our very uh, our worst insults we could think about for think of for ourselves that people have made. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's great. Um, yeah, no, he's right. The this 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 universe has expanded so much, and uh, so please forgive us when we get a little behind on things. Like Cloak and Dagger, which we're going to be doing tomorrow or on tomorrow's cast, we're going to be kind of catching the whole season one of Cloak and Dagger. Uh, it's just with Punisher and regular life and all the other things we were trying to do and Ant-Man and the Wasp, we just couldn't get to it until t- until now. Um, so, that yeah, thank you, Nathaniel. Thank you very much for understanding. Yeah. I went, oh, man, I went back and looked. Our first episode dropped August 6th. 2014. Wow. It's August 7th today. Yep. Happy yep. anniversary. Happy four years, buddy. <laughs> Want to get a bottle of wine? <laughs> Are you trying Crack to this open? Are you trying to seduce me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, what a uh, what year? 2014. 2014, so yeah. Wow. Yep. 4 yep, That years. was back when uh Back when we decided that we wanted to talk about how the, basically recap the movie instead of talk about the character arcs. Yeah. We were so it, naive. It was definitely different. It was definitely a different time. Um, one of the one of the biggest uh, things about that, I remember, I remember when we started the cast and Guardians was coming out, and Guardians just blew my mind. It was so good, and it, it tied to the universe, but it was also just such a great standalone movie. And I, I you know, I'd been wanting to do some sort of podcast for a while, and that's what won me over to making this cast a thing. And the thing that I was made that made me think we could do it was that Agents of Shield existed. Like I was just like. But if if you just have three, you know, like like Nathaniel said, one and a half movies a year, it's really hard to do a podcast about that. But since Shield existed, I was like, we could do a podcast. 
it could almost be a weekly thing because you know in the summer we'll have time off because we'll we'll just do like <laughs> news and feedback episodes. But like during the in the summer and Christmas we'll barely do any episodes. But the rest of the time, the rest of the year, we'll have like content to talk about. It'll be great. And then uh, since then, it's just insanely. It's just grown exponentially. It's insane. Yep. Yep. Our uh, God. Our first. Our first week was. Uh, episode one of Agents of Shield, like the pilot, we were, we rewatched it, and then episode ten, eleven, thirteen, fourteen, sixteen, we talked about Captain America two, the Winter Soldier, and then episode seventeen, turn, 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 yeah. and then episode twenty two. Yep, we did selected episodes from season one to prepare for the drop of season two. I, rem- yep. I remember calling you and being like, "Hey, I know you've talked about doing voice work. Do you ever want podcasts?" <laughs> I know, I know you're a big Marvel fan like me. Can we do this? And you were like, yeah. <laughs> like, you didn't even know that I wanted to do voice work. Oh, no, that's that right. Call. That's right. That's right. I called you and I was like, would you be interested in doing a podcast? Like we were talking and you're really into Marvel like me. And we we're just friends. And I figured me and you would have good good chemistry. And then uh, and you were like, oh, I've always wanted to do voice work. That'd be great for me. And I was like, that's even better. I didn't know you, that was even a thing. That's super cool. Yeah, man. Four years. Four fucking years. That's <laughs> such a long time. <laughs> such a long time to do anything. Um, much less, uh, yeah, this podcast. Yeah, it's crazy. Okay. Well, that's yeah. uh, that's our little trip down memory lane. Let's let's keep moving down this feedback. Okay, okay. Sherman Smith said to us on Facebook, I liked Matt's take on the whole James Gunn situation. Unfortunately, Disney is still a corporation, and corporations are terrible at sticking up for their own people in the face of a hint of controversy. In this case, they have certainly been tone-deaf. If they were paying attention, they would see that a mass majority of the fans understand the situation and have no malice toward James Gunn. That's true. I think that is true. Yeah, there was uh, there was somebody on Twitter that posted a, a picture. You know how uh, Marvel recently went through the whole, like, uh, more than a suit and more than, you know, whatever, talking about each character right. and, and, like, more than an AI, more than whatever. Uh, somebody took that and put James Gunn on it and said, more than a 10-year-old tweet. Yeah, that's right. <sighs> I'm really, I'm really, really mad at Disney. I mean, and, and you know, I'm just saying, if there's Disney people listening to podcasts, just know that I've got two new universes that are about to be awakened from their slumber, and I can go podcast about anything. <laughs> like I love, I love this. Stuff. We are what they care about. I-, I love this stuff, and you know, like it's it's seriously like we we literally sit here and just give them free advertising every week because we just love what they do so much. We're just fans, and and like if they can't have the integrity to stand behind their decisions and not just like freak out because of public outcry, um, that they should have integrity to stand up and say like, yeah, like that they'd be a much better. And, and, and like everyone would understand if you said, yeah, that he did that, um, you know, something I didn't bring up last week, I don't think. And this is something I meant to bring up in that discussion. There should be a different level of punishment for the different crimes. Well, yeah. And I don't see that happening with this whole outrage, getting people fired thing. Like, yes, Kevin Spacey, like actually molested underage people apparently and he was fired from his job and kind of lost his career yeah 
James Gunn said some bad things. It was all speech. He didn't act on anything. There's no, like, no one's even claiming he acted on any of this. and Or people that are just, you know, completely deluded. Um, and, it, and, and that just, it, it, it frustrates me that, in, that we're at the point in society where someone can say something, and just if enough people decide to jump on that thing... They can they can lose their career over it, and I don't think James Gunn is going to lose his career. But it's definitely a big, um, you know, step backwards if you can't uh, if you're taken off Guardians Three. Guardians Three is such a big movie to be taken off of. So, yeah, um, I've seen a picture that's been circulating on the internet that is James Gunn with a mustache. And it has a news headline above it. it says Marvel hires first time filmmaker Jimmy Gunburgo to direct <laughs> Guardians Three. <laughs> That's funny. Yep. Um, I was telling you before we should start. At, we need. I mean, it's probably already go on out there. Like rehire Gun. Like we should. We should start a uh, start a hashtag campaign or something for rehiring him. And then I was like, no, no, reload Gun. Yeah. yeah, reload gun. I like it. Hashtag reload gun. <laughs> um, I like it. Yeah. So everybody tweet that Marvel needs to hashtag reload gun. I think Ashley Coffin would agree. Yeah. She said to us on Twitter, not to be political, but let's be serious. Someone from Fox News did this to him because he openly talks about his dislike of the president. If he was not outspoken about the president, then they wouldn't have done this to him. It's the eye for an eye thing. The left takes down their heroes, the right takes down theirs, and it's a bullshit thing. When will a line be drawn and a stand made about Twitter? If the president can get away with everything he says on Twitter, like right now it is being said that his tweets can't be used against him as treason, then why would James Gunn, who is not the president and not in politics... Like, James Woods was the voice of Hades and Hercules. Are they going to take everything down about that movie because of how that guy acts on Twitter? No. I'm glad you brought this up because it does need to be talked about. It's heartbreaking. I also think if Gunn is out, then they should just end it. Not go- like not do Guardians 3. Keep Gamora, spoiler alert, dead and phase it all out, which they can do with the with the way that Infinity War ended. And then she has a let's talk defenders. <laughs> so so I guess we can touch on that. Yeah, I'm I'm absolutely with Ashley on all this. Um and like the the thing about this is is it was this weird unholy alliance between super woke Twitter, as they call it, <laughs> uh, where where people jump on people who've said like bad things or whatever, um, and then this like hyper conservatives who are trying to take down Gun because of his his beliefs, um, his political beliefs, and like you know. Just it's it, it's coming so it's coming at him from both sides. So like I don't even think you're being political, Ashley. It's just everyone was was gunning for him uh, for no fun intended. Something he said, yeah, no 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 gun intended. Um, ah. <laughs> um <laughs> you clever devil. So yeah, I, I'm just I'm just so frustrated with the whole thing. Um, and I I don't know. I haven't decided what. I've decided to take a stronger stance as to give up on all Marvel because I love it and I <laughs> I, I can't think, quit it. But I I, th- I think there's a lot of other great people working for it and doing making great work. Uh, the Netflix series, for instance. But but it does seriously give me pause about making this podcast. Honestly, I like I I, I and that sucks. Uh, 
Like it really makes me want to like do something to, you know, take my support away from Disney. Yeah. Somehow like I'll keep protest. consuming it, but I'm not, I'm going to stop supporting them the way I do. <laughs> I'm not going to keep giving you free advertisement. Yeah. And, and you know, that maybe you could say I don't, they, they don't care about little old me, but I, I, if they're, if they're listening to podcasts or listening to like what fans are saying, I want them to hear, like, we're really mad about this. Yep. At least I am. And, and so far we, I thought, honestly, I was scared to go on and talk like I did last week. So, so much on gun side, because a lot of people are saying that, you know, a, a, the, the, the line that was really being held for the first couple of weeks was, well, he said some pretty awful things, so we're not defending him. We're just saying, I'm defending him. Like, I'm just straight up defending him. Like, I, I don't like <laughs> what he said, but he's allowed to say it, and he doesn't deserve – and it's been so many years, he doesn't deserve to lose his, lose uh, lose Guardians over it. it, it he just doesn't. It, Especially it, since it's already been addressed. Yeah, and the punishment way outstripped the crime. Like, it's just – you know. And it's it's just completely Disney being pretty soulless. Um, and, 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 you know, it'd be much better for children. Like you're talking about like, well, this is a bad example for children is basically what they're getting at and what people are getting at. But like, it's a much better example for children to say, oh, a guy did a thing, but you know, that's not all a person is. It, just like you said, more than a, more than a 10 year old tweet. More than a 10 year old tweet. That's a great poster. I, I I'm going to, uh, we should make that our, uh, Facebook profile picture or whatever. Uh, maybe it has a little bit of a double meaning though, since some of his tweets were like, you know, about children. So is it a tweet that's 10 years old or is it a tweet about a 10 year old? I I think that's looking into it too far. I think that, I think the original meaning is what it means. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, Joe Williamson agrees with you. He says a lot. I agree with a lot of how you feel about James Gunn. You're not alone in the idea that people changed and evolve as they get older. Uh, but also, some of us have a fucked up sense of humor that most people don't appreciate or find funny. And he says, also, do you guys have plans on watching or reviewing Legion on FX? Um, we do not have plans on doing Legion because it's not MCU. And I, I, I think we Legion's great. I've, I haven't seen the whole first season. I've seen about half the first season, and I think it's awesome. Um I really need to get back to it and watch the first two seasons because now there's two. But um, it's just with keeping up with all the things that are in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, it's really hard to add anything outside of that. If they include all of the the X-Men stuff and, and like, the Gifted and Legion and, like, roll all of that into the... I don't think they will. And, And the main reason I don't think they will is because... I mean, I, I, did you hear? I guess we we should have talked about this in the news. Um, they decided to shelve Dark Phoenix. Good. Yeah, I think I, I agree. I don't think anybody um, else wants any. Oh, that and shit. and that uh, and the one that was supposed to be horror oriented. Um, oh, um, New Mutants. Yeah, they, they're shelving both those movies, which is insane. One already had a trailer out, like. These yep. movies were far into production, but Marvel's, uh, you know, if Disney is buying it, they're like, we need, I would rather reset the whole thing, you know, just 
start from scratch with, with a whole new with a whole new and they and the, the longer they had a lot of pushback on Spider-Man because they just recently rebooted it and they're like another reboot um and and you know if you do that with X-Men it's going to be the same thing because everybody's like we just kind of rebooted with first class and and mm. and I I know it wasn't technically a reboot but uh, it kind of was because the timelines don't line up. <laughs> so even though well, they're technically the same timeline. Days of Future Past reset everything. Right, 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 right. But First Class was still like going back the to the beginning, beginning of that. and retelling. Yeah. Um, and, and then Days of Future Past was a continuation of that. I just mean that whole that whole beginning with First Class was like them kind of deciding to kind of give a new start to the series. Um yeah. Breathe fresh life into it. Yeah, and 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 it kind of be like rebooting it again, um, while yeah. n- neither ne- technically be a reboot, maybe. But I think they'd they'd rather just leave it on the shelf until because they're already going to be close to the other X Men movies. Um, but if they leave it on the shelf for maybe a year and then it comes out in two years, let's say they start making a movie right now. And in two years, we have a movie that's in the MCU. Then they'll have just like a little bit more distance, and I think they want that. So I think I think if uh, Disney takes over, we might be losing those shows, which uh, it may be sad. Uh, I, I kind of wish they wouldn't lose Legion because it's it, it apparently is really really great. Um, from what I've seen, it's really really great. Yeah. Also, I, I could sorry, I could take or leave the gifted. Yeah, I haven't watched The Gifted, so I can't say for sure, but it definitely looks a little a little not great. But it might be great. I don't know. I saw a trailer for it today, and actually, when I was watching something else, and I was like, that doesn't look bad. They're yeah, actually... I mean, it's decent. Yeah? Have you have you been watching it? The Gifted? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I, Neat. Uh, I haven't... Have they, have they started releasing season two yet? I don't... I haven't been kept I, up they've with been, it. They've been running trailers for it, so... Ah, and it looks okay. very much like they're going like full on X Men with it, which is kind of cool. Well, like everything that you hear in the gifted about the X Men is like, oh, the X Men are gone. They left us. They left us in charge. And I'm just kind of like, no, 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 they didn't. Yeah, where not, where are they saying they went? They, they nobody has said. It's just the X Men have disappeared, and they left. You know these few people, these few like super underpowered people, uh, in charge of the mutant underground, trying to evade Sentinel services and get people out. Huh. That is weird. Yeah. Okay. That is a weird. That's a weird choice. Um, yeah. Also, I I think we we got we gotta get on the Legion and the FX and the gifted stuff. Um, I I wanted to touch on Joe's other point, um, about how some people just have an effed up sense of humor. Yeah. Um, and that's fine. Like, I've known a lot of people in my life that were incredibly loving, um, fine people that would never hurt a child, but they will make horrible, horrible jokes. Oh, yeah. Um, and and yeah, maybe that's not a person to helm a um, a franchise. <laughs> that maybe you shouldn't choose a guy like that to helm a franchise if you don't want him. Uh, but it's definitely it's definitely not the same as acting on. Some like, this is you know acting on things like other other celebrities and stuff have gone down for, and it's just like, um, the the, the whole some I don't I'm I'm walking a razor thin line here, but the whole like Me Too, um, movement has kind of given rise to this whole like 
someone did something bad, we swapped them down, which is good. And, and it's also all about believing the woman. And some people talk about how that, that's bad for culture because it might get people who didn't do a thing or whatever. And I'm not going there. I'm going with it. it we got to draw a line between doing and saying. Yeah. Someone who says a thing is not the same as someone who does a thing. Um, and, and some people just have an effed up sense of humor. And and they should not be, you know, lose their careers or be, you know, there are certain lines to be crossed. And, and it just, he's an entertainer. He was making effed up movies. Like, if you don't like that tweet, you probably don't like his movies that he was making. Like, Disney knew the movies that he made. <laughs> uh so anyway, <laughs> digressing again. Digressing again. I mean, you know, we're talk, talking about talking about Joe's point that yeah, some people have effed up sense of humor and they don't need to be shot for that. Yeah, um, yeah. People that have done things, there's just like different. There's different. There should be different levels of punishment and different levels of forgiveness based on like the severity of the crime, the recency of the crime, the like. All these things should be taken into consideration. Um, the, <laughs> There's no statute of limitations on tweets, Matt. Right. It, that's and that's 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 a problem. That's like honestly a problem, especially since like in a few years, everyone who is is an adult will have had Twitter when they were twelve. Um, and and we're gonna look back at everybody's tweets and go, oh, that guy said that when he was twelve. Well, I don't. <laughs> I think very differently of him now because we all said and did messed up shit when we were young. Like maybe not in certain ways, but we all, you know, we we, we all have to figure out our our own moral codes and yeah, figure out I'm who we are. Pretty sure I said the worst things when I was twelve. Well, and 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 you also have to like grow up and get outside of you know things that your family or that your like you know whatever your your community believes to sometimes see outside yourself and go oh maybe i may, you know especially we live in the south um and there's a lot of racism down here and i know a lot of people who grew up just not understanding that racism was bad um my, my family wasn't that way and i don't want to i don't want to characterize it that way my parents are very loving and um and, and love love people of all colors um but like no oh, yeah my family was totally that way oh yeah I hate going back for Thanksgiving because my my aunt is just like on and on about how some people are the worst and That's right. shouldn't be hired at her Chick Fil A. We have talked she about manages. We yeah. have talked about that before. Um, and, and not great. Yeah, not it's, great. it's 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 awful. Um, and uh, you know, sometimes you when you're when you're twelve, you may not have gotten past seeing past those people as just your only source of morality and. Uh, and in, in a few years, everyone who's an adult is going to have had a Twitter when they were 12. Like, it's just going to be rough, you know? Um, oh yeah. So we got, we got, we got to make decisions about like punishing people based on the crime. And, and, and it's, it's really, this is really up to Disney. This is really in Disney's hands to make this decision and to make like a decision that has some mercy and some grace in it instead of like, Oh, I'm scared as a corporation. It's going to hurt my bottom line. So I'm going to have not stand by my people at all. The more and more I talk about it, the more and more angry I am about it. Let's move on. Let's move on. Joshua <laughs> Mason said to us on Twitter, Adam, see you cast. Scene for Avengers 4. 
Pepper actually was pregnant, but Thanos' snap killed the baby. She tells Tony. How would Tony react? That would be Oscar-level drama acting on Robert Downey Jr.'s part that I'd love to see. Um, Excuse me. I I love, uh, I I think that's a cool idea. I think it is so politically wrought that they would never do it, (laughs) unfortunately. (laughs) Um, Because... You're just gonna have Thanos like, is definitely pro-choice. Yeah, exa- exactly. Like, there's gonna be it, well, like it, it literally cuts to the quick of the uh, the abortion. A lot of the abortion debate of like uh, whether it's a life or whether it's a group of cells or whatever. Like, and if he says I cut off half the life in the universe, and then you took a small, you know, a uh, fetus. Wait, does that count? I don't know. It's up to the Supreme Court. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, Thanos goes to the Supreme Court to find out if, uh, yeah, that, that would be, I don't think they would do that, especially as a large plot point, because it would just, like, really raise political questions <laughs> about, like, what they're making. Um, and, I don't, and as much as they're trying to stay out of this uh, gun, like, this whole gun thing, they're definitely not going to step into that. <laughs> And right now, I just brought that up, and the Russos are rewriting uh, Avengers 4. Yep. yep. <laughs> They're like, oh, yep. we didn't see that. Dang. Oh, that was a great idea. We should reshoot that with our six months that are left. Oh, no. I was saying the opposite. I was saying that that's already oh. been shot, and then now they're like, oh, no. He's right. <laughs> <laughs> we got to take that out. <laughs> ah, crap. Yep. Uh, and the last part of what Ashley Coffin had said earlier says, let's talk Defenders. We can't forget that somewhere in there, uh, with all the craziness, Daredevil is coming back, and there will be Punisher Season 2. Kristen Ritter said they never had plans of doing another Defender series. It was supposed to be one and done. But we all know Marvel loves to distract us. If they're going, or if they're doing the Born Again storyline, which is my favorite Daredevil comic, I'm going to be thrilled. But there is no way to do it without every single one of the Defenders. And why... They wouldn't do it. That baffles me. So I am very excited to see what they're going to do with it. Yeah. And it's coming this year, man. <laughs> like, oh my God, we're getting Iron Fist season two in four weeks. And then sometime between the end or sometime between September and the end of the year, we're getting Daredevil season three. Wow. So assuming... Probably November, taking about the slot that uh, Punisher two or that Punisher had taken, mm. um, right after Thor Ragnarok came out. So we might be looking at a a mid, probably a mid November release if they don't drop uh, season two of the Runaways in that time slot or in that time frame. Yeah. Oh my God! There's so much. There's so much. <laughs> There's just There's so much. So much content. It's awesome. Uh, Ross Fitzpatrick's hit us up, said, First off, thanks for the wonderful show that you guys put out. Thank you. Thank you, Voss. You're, you're welcome. Last episode, you answered a voicemail with how the MCU doesn't tie into your liking. I agree. What makes the MCU great is how well it connects one universe. However, they're also great at the long con. Do you think that these tie-ins aren't being made because of where the potential ending of Avengers 4 is going to leave us? If the snapshot was voided out or if no one is able to remember it? Thanks, guys. Yes. <laughs> I think that's exactly what's going on. I think that, like, I think that they're going to void it 
and they don't want to continue. They can't continue Luke Cage in a universe where the snapshot happened, and then jump back to Luke Cage in a universe where it did ha- didn't happen. And it would like it would be like taking the entire season, all four Defender series, and going, "Oh, those didn't happen because they were after the snapshot, and that universe, that little pocket universe that was created." no longer exists. So I'm yeah. totally Ross is absolutely right. Uh, that that's why they're doing it, but it still annoys me. <laughs> <laughs> like, especially it could be the last thing that happens. It could have been the last thing that happened in Luke Cage or something, you know, like the very last thing. Of course, then you've got the problem of if Luke Cage shows up on iron fist, then which thing happened first. And yeah, yeah. Ross is right. They're, they, they're doing it for a good reason. But I just feel like with a little work, they could probably come up with other like ideas. Oh, man, how crazy would it have been if at the end of Luke Cage season two, he's standing up in the balcony, like looking down over, over the club, and then just half the club disappears? Would have been amazing. <laughs> it would have been absolutely amazing. More than that, uh, I think Shield should have done it because like Shield is supposed to be kind of the one that's really tied in to the movies and the fact that they just kind of mentioned yeah. a battle in New York. That's just so lame. <laughs> it's oh, so yeah. lame. Like it's crazy stuff in New York. Like, okay, but like, can you talk about it? Well, here's what I want to know. Oh, wait, did we already decide? Did we already hear that shield is coming back after Avengers four? Is that right? When is shield? Yes. Coming back? Okay. Shield's coming back after Avengers four drops. Wow. I'm, I'm at once annoyed because they're never going to show the snapshot, and I am impressed that they're willing to jockey the schedule around so much to put the content in the right order. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, Agents of Shield has been a fall show forever, a fall and spring show, and now they're going to make it a summer show just to make it like fit in with the timeline. That's nuts. Kind of amazing. <laughs> it's nuts, man. Yeah. <sighs> and it's looking like, because uh, uh, originally Avengers 4 had been confirmed for uh, May 3rd, like were, uh, release in at least North America. Uh, but it's looking like it's actually going to be April 26th of 2019, which is a week earlier. Uh, that's according to a release from IMAX, like one of their shareholders meetings. They announced or they had said that, you know, we got this coming this day and that coming that day. And it said Avengers 4, April 26th. Yeah. So they're that. probably going to do another thing similar to what they did this year, where they're going to jump it forward a week. Like, you know, have a Twitter campaign or whatever and jump it forward a week just so that they can have a worldwide release on the same week. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, that's really awesome. I'm, I, so, I'm so pumped for Avengers four. Just can't sometime even after that is when we're expecting shield six, six, right? Season, yep. God, season, season six. six. Woo. This will be our fifth year of podcasting. Goodness. All right, everybody. Well, that is all of our feedback. I want to say right now, if you're listening to my voice and you have not listened to my album yet, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? My album's been out since February. 
It is called Matthew Carroll Left to Burn. It's the name of the album. You should all listen to it. And not I'm, right I'm, to burn. <laughs> not up to burn. And not down to freeze. Left to burn. Left to burn. Um, it is a album I'm super proud of. I'm a musician. If you don't know, I'm a musician. And uh, my music is kind of 90s rock influenced pop, indie pop kind of thing uh, with some blues in there. Check it out. It's called Left to Burn. It's on Spotify, Apple Music. If you have not heard it yet, please check it out. I am Give us a sample, Matt. Um Even if I end up crying, I wanna be the next one. I wanna be the next one on her list. I wanna be the next one. I wanna be the next one on her list. Okay, I just did. I inserted a little bit of a song. Um, <laughs> okay. Good work. <laughs> you were like expecting me to sing, and I'm like, nope, through the magic of editing. Um, <laughs> so That was great. Thank you for that. Yeah, you're welcome. I hope you enjoyed that sample of the music. Um, but seriously, please check it out. It's It was done at a really high level, a really high um, – the production was done at a really high level, and so it is – I, I just I, I would put it up against any other thing. I'm super proud of it. Check it out. Uh, I don't say it very much on the cast because I don't want to do it every week. But I'm begging you <laughs> right now. I'm begging you to go listen to the album because I am just just tr- doing everything I can to get people to listen to it because it's been out for four months and I still am trying to get it in people's hands. So check it out. Um, but uh, we are the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. Uh, you can find us at the at uh, mcucast.com. At MCUcast on Twitter, Facebook.com slash MCUcast, MCUcast at gmail.com, or call us and leave a voicemail at 573-CAST-MCU to do some other kind of feedback, uh, some audio feedback. Um, if you would uh, like to support the show, we're at Patreon.com slash MCUcast. That's Patreon, the place where you can give creators money for value they give you. So if you like the show, you throw us a few bucks. It's a way of directly paying people to do more of the thing you like that they do. It's pretty sweet. Uh, it really helps make this podcast possible. Um, thank you so much. We will be back tomorrow with Cloak and Dagger. Peace. Until next time, true believers. Mm-hmm.